Hello and welcome back to another session of the Church of Jesus Christ study session session with myself, your host, Matthew Roberts. This is series two, episode 297. And once again today, we're in with, with a real treat. We have guest studiers with us today. Uh, we have Mark and Chris Stewart, who you might recognise from our yesterday study. Hi, guys, again. Hello. Hi. Glad to be here. Great to have you. Thank you so much. I mean, we had you on yesterday and it was brilliant. And so I just wanted you here again for another episode. So thank you for joining us. Um, we are studying today with everyone that's listening, October 19th to October the 25th, Come Follow Me Materials. We are covering 3rd Nephi 27 to 4th Nephi, There Could Not Be a Happier People. And today we're going to go into that section looking at this happy people. Uh, we're going to have a look at 4th Nephi chapter 1 verses 1 to 18, but we may go a bit beyond that as well. Looking at conversion to Jesus Christ and his gospel leads to unity and happiness. Um, so, Chris and Mark, when you uh, emailed myself, um, you shared, um, obviously, the, the study session that we had yesterday and the wonderful things you shared from that. But there was also some interesting insights that you had with this section in terms of building a Zion community. And obviously, as we listened to a general conference recently and a lot of discussion about Zion and about the gathering of Israel and all of these things, um, I thought this was a really wonderful opportunity to hear your thoughts on this. So I'm going to give the time to some time to you now and just share with us uh, some of the things you found in studying this section in terms of building a Zion community. So when you're ready, go ahead. Well, since the uh, beginning of the restoration in 1830, the goal of the church has been to build Zion. And uh, it's been the goal of every dispensation to build Zion. And it's only happened uh, just a couple of times throughout the history of the gospel. Uh, we know that Enoch's people became so righteous, they built Zion. We know that Melchizedek's uh, people in Jerusalem became so righteous, they built Zion. And the goal of the church today is for the church to become Zion, as we've heard from the brethren and uh, the sisters that spoke to us in, in conference. So we're going to, uh, to list uh, 12 things that help us build Zion, uh, according as we're taught in 4th Nephi, which is really a type and a symbol of what it's going to be like during the millennium when the Savior personally reigns upon the earth. So Chris, do number one. Okay, number one, found in verse one, um, it says uh, they formed a church of Christ in all lands round about. Okay, and the second one is in verse two. It tells us that the people were all converted unto the Lord upon the face of the land, both the Nephites, and the Lamanites. Okay. And number three, also in verse two, there were no contentions or disputations. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Absolutely. And then, and then the fourth one is, and every man did deal justly with one with another. That's at the end of, of verse two. And we heard a great deal from from our leaders in the last conference just a couple of weeks ago about how to treat each other, regardless of what color our skin or our beliefs or whatever. All manner of things, absolutely. Yeah. 
Good. Uh, number five, um, they had all things in common. So there were no rich or poor, no bonds, nor free. Mm. They were living the, the law of consecration, Absolutely. full law of consecration. Okay, number six is at the end of verse four, and it says, because of what they had done in the previous five things, there was peace in the land. And oh, wouldn't it be wonderful to have peace? Absolutely. Both physically and spiritually in their homes as well as in the land itself. And um, number seven, there were marvelous works wrought about by the disciples of Christ. So I think that means they were given many, many blessings, healings, many marvelous things to take care of one another. Really. And then in verse seven is num number eight. The Lord prospered them exceedingly in the land, both physically and spiritually. And they began to rebuild many of the things that had been destroyed prior to the Savior's coming. Mm. Yeah, they didn't just sit about, did they? They set to work and, and they built and prospered. That's great. Yes. And um, number nine, um, there were two things there for number nine. One is in verse 11 and the other one in verse 10 said they were married and given in marriage. And then they were, they did wax strong and multiply fast. Which emphasizes the importance that uh, our father in heaven puts upon families and marriage. Hmm. Brilliant. Uh, performances and ordinances of the law of Moses, but they did walk after the commandments which they had re received from, and they continued in prayer and meeting together and partaking of the sacrament, both to pray and to hear the words of the Lord, the importance of meeting together and sharing our testimonies, like we're doing now. Excellent. And they clearly understood that new covenant that Christ explained to them hmm. when he came. Yep. Um, and then number 11, um, there was uh, no contention due to this one thing, their love of God. Uh, and there could not be a happier people. And that reminds me of um, the word Israel that President Milton just explained to us. They were Israel allowing God to prevail. Excellent. And then number uh, 12 is in verse 17. Uh, at the very end, it says, and because of what they were doing in the previous 11 things, there were no ites anymore. There were no Nephites. They were no Lamanites. They, uh, they were all the people of God. Because, and because of that, there was no contention in all the land. And for 285 years, these people truly had a mini millennium and it teaches us what it's going to be like during the millennium that will uh, proceed that will come after the uh, second coming that makes it very important for us to know these verses doesn't it absolutely
That is brilliant. I, I, we got to two or three and I realized why am I, why I'm not writing these into my scriptures? That was excellent. Thank you so much. Um, I love how you've broken that down and you can see all the different elements of a Zion community uh, in those verses and they're all right there. Now, obviously, you know, the, the trick now is to try and live those um, in our own personal lives, in our families, in our ward families and communities, but also outside of our ward and with those people that we meet. Uh, I think that that is um, such an important thing. And actually, there's a quote by uh, Bishop Gerald Corset, um, who spoke about the unity that, that you guys are talking about. And I want to share that with you. He said that unity is not achieved by ignoring and isolating members who seem to be different or weaker and only associating with people who are like us. On the contrary, unity is gained by welcoming and serving those who are new in our, and who have particular needs. These members are a blessing for the church and provide us with the opportunities to serve our neighbours and thus purify our own hearts. So, my brothers and sisters, it is your duty to reach out to anyone who appears at the doors of your church buildings. Welcome them with gratitude and without prejudice. If people do not, if people you do not know walk into one of your meetings, greet them warmly and invite them to sit with you. Please make the first move to help them and feel welcomed and loved. Close quote. I, I think and that I've linked that to that verse that you said at the end, the, the no manner of ites. And I, I love that idea, just how all of us are God's children. And I just love how you share that with us. Thank you. That is excellent. Now, I believe you also had some um, things to look out for that could actually have an impact on this sign community. Uh, another list of 12, which um, which we need to be careful of and look out for. Is that right? Yes. 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 Do, you want to share that? Do you want to share that with us? Well, we just went through 12 steps to build Zion and uh, create a, a happy prosperous people, but now we're going to list 12 things that happened after 285 years with the third generation uh, that led to, uh, led to the, will eventually lead to their destruction. Yeah. In verse uh, 24, number one was uh, in right in the middle of the verse, the people began after after this long period of peace and prosperity, they began to be lifted up in pride. And uh, pride is the root of all sin. <laughs> and number two was the wearing of costly apparel. Yeah. Because of their pride. <laughs> and uh, number three, they became uh, selfish. Again, they didn't live the law of consecration and they began to be divided into classes again. No more coming. Again. Yeah. It's in verse 25. And in 26, it's number four. They begin to be divided into classes and they begin to build up churches unto themselves to get gain and begin to deny the true church of Christ. Okay. And then... Uh, it says there were many that uh, professed to know Christ, yet they did deny more parts of his gospel, and they did begin to teach all manner of wickedness mm -hmm. and did uh, administer that which was sacred to those which it had been forbidden because of unworthiness. Yes, and I think we kind of combined four, five, and six together yes. through verses 26 and 27. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now we would be on number eight. Mm -hmm. 
Um, oh. Well, I have one in verse 29 that okay. uh, persecute the true church. Mm -hmm. So maybe that combines also with what we just said. Um, but in verse 31, um, they did harden their hearts and did seek to kill them, meaning uh, those who belong to the church, mm -hmm. even as the Jews at Jerusalem sought to kill Jesus according to his word. And then uh, they began in verse 34 to persecute uh, the people of, of the church. Uh, the church began to suffer great persecution again false prophets in yeah. verse 34 that's my number seven <laughs> we've mixed up the numbers and number eight they did smite upon the people of jesus mm -hmm. what does that mean smite. to be in persecute make fun of uh exclude okay the people number nine is in verse 38 uh they did willfully rebel against the gospel of Christ. They knew better and they went, went against what they had been taught by their parents and grandparents. And number 10, they did teach their children that they should not believe. And then in verse 39, as uh, number 11, they taught their children to hate the children of God, even as the Lamanites were taught to hate the Nephites. Wow. Yeah. Heartbreaking. And verse 42. Right. So in verse 42, number 12, people began again to build up the secret oaths and combinations of Gadianton. So it's a sad chapter. Absolutely. You know, when we look to that first list of 12, you think, oh, you just feel the spirit. You just feel so wonderful when you see those things. And then when you see that list, the, the next list of 12, where they aren't doing those things. And actually, there's a couple there that I've only really noticed the first time that they were, that they, well, obviously, they willfully rebelled. And I think that there's a big difference there between when we make mistakes and just because we're human and because we're mortal and we try and make those changes and repent and, and, and come back. But then to willfully, willfully rebel is just such a stark difference. But then also that they taught their children, they were, they, they were taught to hate the children of God, like the Lamanites had hated the Nephites. And it's just such a sad situation, isn't it, that, um, that, they, that they found themselves in. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that um, there's a lot we can learn there. Um, again, you know, for our own personal lives, but also in terms of working with those individuals around us. Um, in fact, there's a quote that I found by President Russell M. Nelson, who, who spoke about this uh, idea that these divisions came up again amongst this people of the Nephite, the, the, the people in the ancient Americas. Uh, he said, reviving old prejudices and teaching their children again to hate. Um, and so the polarizing process began all over again. I hope that we may learn this important lesson and delete segregating names from our personal vocabulary vocabularies. Remember, all are alike unto God, close quote. Um, and I think that really just sums it up. Thank you so much for sharing those lists, um, Mark and Chris. I think I've learned a lot from that. 
Uh, and I hope that all you listeners were able to, uh, to hear those and um, to be able to record those in your scriptures. And if not, then it's a podcast. You can listen back and, and, and make those notes in, in your fourth, in fourth Nephi in your Book of Mormon, because I think that's been a really insightful exercise. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Brilliant. Well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, it was very easy to set up. Um, Mark and Chris just sent an email and now we're here and I'm so grateful for their inputs on, on this uh, podcast. If you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode, please do email session at gmail.com. You can also personal message me on Facebook and join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, where there's many things being posted on there every day, lots of comments going around. And so it'd be great to hear your thoughts on what's been studied today as well. Thank you very much for joining Mark and Chris. Thank you all for listening. Uh, and until we meet again. Goodbye. Goodbye.